Hello there, welcome to this week's show. Coming up this week, Stephen Beacom and I are joined by Linfield skipper Jimmy Mulgrew and Institute boss Paddy McLaughlin. Let's do it. Paddy, Jimmy, Beko, always welcome. How's the form, guys? All right? Yep, all good. Excellent. Um, Paddy, first and foremost, it's great to have you on. Thanks for travelling down from Derry to see us. Um, how would you sum up the start of your season? Um, well, we've got off to a, good, a really good start. We've got a, a couple of factories at home. Um, that was important for us to get off to a good start because we know it's going to be tough this year coming up from a championship. So we, we spoke about it in pre-season that our, that our home form is going to be crucial for us to survive. And, you know, we, we, we got points on the board early, which was which got us settled on the league. But you know, we've 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 played with some of the bigger sides there recently. Um, and we we've seen how how good some of the players, especially the front men, are in our teams. You know, so you know, it's we're enjoying it. It's it's been a challenge definitely, but we're, we're enjoying it and we're we're settled on. A lot's been made of of the move to the Brandywell um, in the interim, and it seems to be working all right. It's going well. Uh, the, the, the people, the staff up there, and the and the coins have been fantastic. Um, Glenavon brought a good crowd last week, and, and they, I'm sure they enjoyed their experience. Not just because of the result, but you know they've got the, the taste of what what life's like in the brand for ourselves. As the service is fantastic, and the, and the new stand and the change rooms are all steadily aired. You know, so it's it's, it's a great setup for us. We we train there uh, a couple of days a week, and we play in our home ground. Using as our home grounds, it's, it's we're we're settled in well. Tell us about your captain and how important he is to the team and how you play. And scoring goals. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's been he's hit the ground running, which is brilliant for us. You know, like I say, we, we know ourselves, or it's, it's going to be tough for us. They they, they compete against some of the best sides in the country. Um, we spoke about it. We speak about it regularly, and, and make us a massive party out. Uh, not just as a captain and both on the change room, but as a player on the pitch. You know, he, he scored. I guess the top goal scorer in the league after seven or eight games, which is fantastic for us because we, we're going to need that. Um, and, and he's, he's all right play up until now. He has been has been top notch. So it's just you have to keep wrapping him cotton wool in between games and, and looking after him. But it's not just Michael. The rest of the young players. You know, it's a young squad, and they've all, they've all been fantastic. They've, they've they've met the challenge head on, and, and they're learning every week, like myself included. So we're we're enjoying what, what we've done so far, but we know it's a long way to go. Are you worried, Paddy, that the bigger clubs, no disrespect to Institute, might be looking at Michael, thinking, listen, he's made a brilliant start to the the Premiership season, he's a guy maybe we want in our team, so um, they could come in in January or next summer to buy him? You, you always have that worry, surely. Um, if we, we all players, especially when we've got so many young players up there, they're, they're exciting and they're, and they're so much talent, you always be worried that one of the bigger sides might come on, surely, but you know, we've got a tight unit up there and, and we believe that if we stick together, you know, we, we can enjoy the journey in the Premiership and, and hopefully f- for the next couple of years. So. Um, if we create that environment as much as we can, hopefully players will not want to not want to leave it. How are you enjoying management? Because it's been a bit of a roller coaster for you. You know, um, whenever you started as manager of Institute, they were playing at the Riverside Stadium. Then you had all the problems, and tell us about what an emotional time that was for the club and yourself as a young manager. Uh, so many, so many things happened uh, so early. Um, we, we got one game. We, we we didn't play any preseason games at home because. The, the staff and the club had worked so hard getting the pitch up the up the top top condition as as good as it's been in a, it was in a long time and they play one game on it and then they wiped totally wiped out it was I, I, I'll I'll be honest I was questioning myself as I'm sure the players were going I don't know if this is for me like because we had no ground we had no training for us all days we, we didn't even have a football to train with so they they start from scratch um, two weeks on the on the job was 
it was a big ask, not just for me, but for the players. And we all stuck together, and, and, and the, the benefit we got it, it sort of brought us tighter together. To be honest, with you. you know, it's the, 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 the bond that the players have because of what they've been through and, and getting promoted. You know, it's, it's it's unique. You know, it's a unique bunch of young men, and um, I have enjoyed it as much as it's as, as crazy as 18 months it was. I have actually enjoyed it, and you know, let's hope that they can continue on and get through this season um, as a Premiership side come the end of it. You surprised Pico by the start that you have made? I was, I've got to be honest, and that's credit to Paddy and his players. They have um, delivered. I think over the last few weeks they've found the going a little bit tougher, but they certainly can get home results, and that's going to be key to them. I've said all season that Institute, Warren Point and Newry, their, their seasons are going to be defined by their home form. So whoever gets the most points at, at home from those three will stay up. And um, listen, it's brilliant to have Institute back in the Premiership. I have a lot of time for Paddy, I have a lot of time for the people up at that club. And um, I can't wait to see whenever Linfield go there, because yeah. Linfield at the Brandywell, it's, um, it's mouthwatering, isn't it, Jimmy? I've <laughs> been before <laughs> a um, couple of times, but I haven't been up, obviously, since, it's, since obviously it's been revamped. But, you know, from, from what you see on the TV, it, it looks... Uh, a fantastic turnaround um, and a fantastic um, stadium, and, and obviously you know it's the the 4G now, and which is the way seems to be the way forward, um, and that means then that you're always playing on a good surface. So, you know, we went to Coleraine there on Saturday, and the surface wasn't wasn't great, and you're couple of months into the season. How, how frustrating is that for you? Because for me, we were all so looking forward to what turned out to be a bit of a damp squib, let's face it. And the surface with two teams who play the game must surely have really held you back. Yeah. Um, I think, um, being brutally honest, I think it was a, a terrible game. Um, it was terrible to, to, to play in and I'm sure as fans, you know, to, to, to watch. And a draw was was a fair result um, in the end, and there wasn't particularly much football played, um, you know. But I think you know it was, it was such a a big game for both teams that I think you know it was a very very cagey affair. And yes, the the pitch you know obviously played a part in the in the style of football that both teams you know had to play. But I think the occasion as well. I don't think either teams um, wanted to lose. They're obviously, they're they're on beaten record, you know. From the start of the season, um, but you know, look, people complain about 4G pitches and artificial surfaces or whatever you want to call them. But you know, I have never had an issue. I don't have an issue with them. Um, I think you know, if you're going to be able to, play, if that's the way forward, in the sense where you're going to be playing on a good surface week in week out, well, then you know, how can you complain about it? Because you know, you're going to get value for money, hopefully, then, you know, because you're constantly playing on a, on a decent surface. With the exception of you playing now, because I know you missed an awful lot of last season, what is the difference between a Linfield of this season and last season? Because the start has been incredible. Yeah, no, look, um, I think um, people outside of the Windsor Park, um, all eyes were on us to see how we would respond from last year, um, considering the, the early fixtures... Uh, that we were going to have and that we were going to face. Um, at the time, obviously, last year was was a massive disappointment. Um, probably lowest point in your yeah, career. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was something that that I hadn't experienced of not playing in Europe before. Um, and obviously, 
you know, dealing with that and, and dealing with finishing so low. Um, and then from the personal point of view, obviously with, with the, the injuries that I had myself. Um, but I think in hindsight, um, not that I want it to happen again, but us not getting Europe and the way we finished the season um, gave us time to reflect on on really what was an unacceptable um, season. And um, I think it gave us time that extra time to recharge the batteries and come back and, and be ready for, for the challenge and for the season ahead. Um, Are Crusaders going through now what you guys went through last season? I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Um, I don't really know much. We see the results, but don't really know what's wrong. Camp, what in their camp, I really don't know. Um, I can just sort of comment that I'm surprised um, with the start that I've made, but I think it's just too early to to say that. It's never too early. We love the drama, don't we? Because we do. <laughs> and, I, and I was at um, the Crusaders <laughs> match at the weekend, and um, they're just leaking goals left, right, and centre. Well, so we we talked. We talked last week about Glen Avon's home form. So, like that was a, a big statement on Saturday, and two in my opinion anyway looking at the potential goals of the season ah it was fantastic Mark Sykes and Joshua Daniels those goals um, will live long in the memory I'd love to know Jamie's point of view on Glenavon title contenders Jamie yeah they've they've been there thereabouts for for a number of years now haven't they really Um, along with their Irish Cup runs Um, but I'll go back to Crusaders to finish off there I think it'd be very disrespectful and very naive to to think that they're not going to be there or thereabouts. Um, they've got the experience, they've got the know-how and you know, I'd be shocked if they didn't pick things up and, and turn things around. Um, we played Glenavon the first game of the season um, came away with a with a 1-0 victory um, but Glenavon have um, young players full of energy, full of hunger um, full of desire and um, it's a good recipe to have and um, as I say it doesn't shock me with the, the form and with the, the way that they're playing at the minute. Paddy, you, you look at Linfield and we, we talk about Linfield coming to the Brandywell and playing, are you going to relish that, that occasion when it comes? Well, I'll tell you after the final whistle goes. We've played eight games now so far and Gives you an idea of what you're on for, and the night we played Longfield out once or Park, I thought they were superb. Um, really, really strong at the back, they controlled them all the park, and the front three were, were, were lively all night. And, and I said to our boys after the game, no, not to be, not to be too down or not to be too hard because <coughs> you're looking at probably, you've just probably played this year's, this year's champions, if, if not definitely challenging. So, you know, they're, they're a fantastic side, they've, they've a great setup, they're full with top, top players. and. You know that they're definitely on the, going to be on the runner for this year. Um, when, when we play them in Brandywell, I'm sure it'll be a great occasion for not just for for, for Institute but for for the city as a whole. You know, playing them in the Brandywell in a competitive game, it's going to be brilliant. You know, and hopefully it brings a good crowd, and hopefully we're all talking about football after the match. This is the Bet McLean Football Show from Cool FM. Into this week's fixtures, and um, we'll start off with you, Paddy, at home to Crusaders. The games come thick and fast, and is this a good time to play the boys from Seaview? Well, they're the champions of, of, of the division, um, and they've been the top side over the last couple of years. There's no doubt about that. No. But but all isn't right there. Surely, surely even we can see that the 
the, the results haven't gone Stephen Baxter's way, who's actually been very relaxed in terms of his demeanour following on from a few of the results this season. Incredibly relaxed, even after Saturday's defeat. He was very easygoing about it all. And to be fair to Crusaders, they could have won the match. It could have gone either way. It was an exhilarating game of football, all-out attack. What I would question at the moment is the defence of Crusaders. They've um, conceded so many goals this season. It's so unlike them. And that's where maybe Institute can take advantage, Paddy. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. It's, it's, it's uncharacteristic of them to be conceding so, of course, because you know, they've got quality uh, defenders and top players in the, in the ring. So, you know, it's, it's not like them to be conceding so many goals, but it's just hoping Saturday they, they can concede another couple. And is it balls over the top on Saturday, on Saturday party and get, having boys run onto it? I don't know. What, we'll see. We'll see what crack after the. I will chat the chat the players during training this week. But you know, the, 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 I would say Baxter's probably relaxed about how things have gone because he, he trusts his players that they will uh, turn things around. They, they, they can beat anybody at, at any stage. So I'm sure he's not panicking because he knows his players are as, as good as there is in the division. It doesn't matter who's sitting beside Bigo. Here comes all honesty. Bigo, what do you reckon the score is going to be? Um, I've got to say I think Crusaders will win, Paddy, because... Um, I don't know why you said it with puppy dog eyes. No, I, I genuinely <laughs> think that, although I think Institute will give them a game. I'm going to go 2-1 to the Crews. What I, I'd love to ask, Paddy, you've been in the management game for a year. You've made such great strides. You know, there's lots of people talking about you. Whenever the Coleraine job became vacant, you were one of the names linked to it. I know Kenny Shields is still on the job at Derry City, I believe he's under pressure, even though Kenny will tell you something different. Um, your name's been linked with that. Does that give you a high, you know, and, and to feel that these bigger clubs are looking at you and thinking, maybe Paddy McLaughlin could do a job for us down the line? Uh, that would, I guess, and it's nice, I'm sure players will tell you if they're linked, we move to other clubs. It's nice to be mentioned, and it's the same, same as, as managers, I'm sure any manager will tell you the same. If, if people link our name to, to a job or another club, you know, it's, it's nice to be noticed, but We've, I enjoy what I do or where I'm at. You know, we've, like I said earlier, we've, we've type one being players. We've, we've been through a lot, up, up and down, and you know, there's, there's no way in the world that you'd want to change anything uh, for, for what we're doing at the moment. We've, we've a massive job in our hands this year, and I believe that I'm part of a part of that job and part of that task. And there's no way in the world I'd be thinking about anything other than working away what, what I'm doing. It would be great for you if you could beat the crews, though, wouldn't it, the champions? It would be a great result, surely. Um, we, we've gone a few weeks now without uh, getting any points on the board, which is which is a bit disappointing, but the performers have been have been really good, so it'd be nice to bag up a good performance now be a good result. How do you see it going, Jimmy? Um, I just can't see Crusaders continuing on the the way the way they're the way they're going, especially you know after the. I'm sure the disappointment and the hurt that they felt on, on Saturday. Um, the two won the Crusaders. All right. Warren pointed home to the Glens, and do you know what? <laughs> the dream team, it's working. I'm going to call it now. For me, Glentorn have been the team of the season so far. They've really shocked me because I did think, you know, they'd maybe be mid-table at this stage because it would have taken time for Paul Lehman and Gary Smith to bed in. But they're up there challenging. I'm not saying they're going to win the title or anything like that, but it is a fantastic start to the season. Well, well for Glentoran fans up and down the country, long may I continue because if you remember the start they had last season with Gary Haveron, they did all right. They did, and then it all went pear-shaped for Gary, and they got rid of him pretty quick, didn't they? Um, I can't see that happen with Ronnie McFall and um, Paul Lehman and Gary Smith. 
But Warren Point match is a tough one for them. Warren Point have shown incredible fight over the past couple of fixtures. They beat Cliftonville coming from behind. Then they scored a late, late goal against Newry to, to avoid defeat there. And I think Warren Point are good enough on home turf to get a point um, against the Glens. I fancy Curtis Allen to score his 100th goal down at Milltown, but I, I, I see it being a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. Paddy? Um, from watching the Glens on Saturday, obviously playing against ourselves, I thought they were really well organised. Um, two centre-halves were, were, were excellent. Uh, look, they look a good partnership, they look strong. So I think Glen Thorne this year will, will, will be hard to break down. Um, if, if Glens can, can get any kind of lead, I think they'll, they'll be hard to beat them. So um, it'll be tough, but you know, we probably foreign teams among us, probably Glen Thorne, so you, you need to be shading towards them. All right, okay, Jimmy? The uh, Glentorn have started really, really well, um, and I suppose it's I suppose their supporters deserve it in the sense, you know, with what they've had to deal with over the, the past number of years. Um, That's a big thing for you to say, given they might have stick you've taken over the years from Glentorn. Oh, no, it's, it's true. Um, I went down to watch them against ours at Clandy Boy Park, and the crowd them? of Glenmen that was there was was incredible. It was it was fantastic. Um, you know, it's the same with Limfield, you know, it's Limfield and Glentorn that are bringing the, the big crowds. Um, and as I say, the crowd that Glentorn brought that day was, was fantastic and f- fair play to them um, for what they've had to deal with and what they've been put through. Um, f- fair play to them. Um, and I'm sure they've, they even feel even more galvanised now in the sense that how well their team's doing on the pitch and maybe they're seeing a sense of reward now from, from the support that they've given. Um, I, would, I would expect them um, to win, to be one point um, and continue on with the form that, that they're in. Um, they've got momentum now, so we've seen over the years what can happen with, with momentum, um, confidence, you know, look at Corey and now, um, ourselves and everyone done to win the league, so, you know, Glentorn, don't be surprised if, if they're you know, continue to go in the way they're going. Can I ask you, Jamie, Glentorn Linfield is coming up. Does that game still mean as much to you as it has done over the years? Yeah, certainly. Um, absolutely. Um, it, it still brings in the big crowd. Stephen, um, Do you personally still see it as a big two? Yeah. Um, you know, you look at Boxing Day, you look at other games, so the, the crowd that it pulls in, the atmosphere that it, that it brings. Um, and as I say, it still it still means as much to to Limfield or Glentorn, you know, to, to win those games. Um, and look, obviously, you know, the quality of players that was on show a number of years ago mightn't be there now. Um, whenever you look at, you know, the players that Glentorn had, um, the top top legends that, that that we had playing. But you know the the. The fight, determination, and the will to win—I feel—is is still there um, between both teams. Uh, let's move on. Cliftonville at home to Ards. Nicky will have them set up very tight at the back. It's going to be a tough day for Cliftonville, surely. Well, it will be because um, that's the way Ards play. But Cliftonville have bounced back after that horrendous defeat at Warren Point, and I fancy them to to win again. I'm going to go Cliftonville to win that one two one. They've also got Rory Donnelly coming back, and that's going to be a key factor for Cliftonville going forward this season. Score prediction, Paddy. I think the last few weeks SARS have defended really well. They've kept kept a few clean sheets as well. So again, they're going to be tough to break down, but it's going to be tested at max now against 
Plumbo, you know, with Joe Garnley's, you know, he takes half a half a, he needs half a chance, so you know, it's that, that that clean sheet record is going to be on the line now on Saturday. So I think um, I think Plumbo might just nick this one. It'll be a tight game, but I think Plumbo might just have uh, that firepower to help might just be the, the, the difference. All right, Jamie. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, um, probably Roy Donnelly might. Um, you would think it's he's a big player, so it'll give Clifton Villa a big lift and, and something extra, um, a bit more firepower, um, along with Joe Gormley and, and the likes of Jay Donnelly. Um, it'll be very difficult to, to, to keep them quiet. Um, I would expect Clifton Villa to, to win. Okay. Um, obviously, there's speculation over the Dungannon job. It's going to be a tough day at the office, no matter what, with Glen Avon. Uh, on Saturday, um, and, and uh, an amazing win as we spoke about earlier last weekend. Yeah, I, I'm with Jamie. I do genuinely believe Glenavon are title challengers this season. I know Gary Hamilton would prefer to keep all that low key, but when you finished third in the league and the players are talking about improving, well, there's only two places you can go that's either second or first, so they're obvious title challengers. Uh, Dungannon have had a tough start to the season. They've lost Rodney McAree, who was such a brilliant manager for them over the years. And I can only see one result, I'm afraid, for Dungannon. Glenavon to win 3-1. And what shows you about Glenavon, that Sammy Klingon on the bench at the weekend there. And Sammy Klingon's, one of, for me, one of the best players in the league. So that shows you that there's a squad factor in that Glenavon, not just a team. So Glenavon to win that one pretty comfortably. Got a score for us, Paddy? Um, I think Beagle's right. Glen uh, Avon's flying at the moment, and you put them up against anybody. The way things are going, they probably come out on top. So, just the way it's both thing, things are going for both sides at the moment, I think there can only be. I'm going to put my neck in the line. Say there can only be one winner in this kind of fixture. But you fancy Glen Avon strongly, don't you? Probably two 0 Two 0 Jimmy. Yeah, um, Glen Avon are scoring a lot of goals, aren't they? Really, um, recently. Um, Dungannon, I think Rodney struggled. Uh, to sort of bring players in um, over the pre-season um, and I think they're sort of struggling now obviously since he's since he's left and obviously the uncertainty of it all um, I'd expect Glenavon to win 2-0 You mentioned Rodney we move on uh, two fixtures uh, to go through um, Coleraine are away to Newry on Saturday um, and this has got Rodney McAree's first game in charge of Coleraine with a win Written yeah. all over. Well, assuming that, and we're recording this on a Tuesday, assuming that he hasn't got the win against Ballymena United, um, ah, Coleraine will win this one. Um, much as I, I, I respect Newry at home, I just think the star players at Coleraine have got, like Owen Bradley, Aaron Burns, Jamie McGonagall, I think they're going to have too much for Newry. And I can see Coleraine going there and winning 3-1. Jimmy? 2-0, um, I would say, um, in my opinion, anyway. Newry? No, no, Corian. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy? Well, knowing Darren Mullen, I know he's, he's, he sets his sides out really well, and he's a good fellow, Darren. Um, it's a tough place to go. It will be tough. Um, Corian, two draws in the last two games. They'll, they'll want to try and get a result, especially for a new manager as well, too, but it'll, it'll be tough down there. It could be tight, it could, it could, could go either way, but if you're, if you're a betting man, you'd be probably going with Corian. OK, final uh, game of the weekend, and... You boys at home to Balamina. How much do you, do you love playing against a David Jeffrey side? <laughs> Sorry, I'll rephrase that. Do you enjoy playing against a David Jeffrey side? That's that, no different, to be honest with you. Um, Pete, look, David Jeffrey had a, a big influence in my career here. Um, and um, he done so much for me, him and Brian McLaughlin. Um, they helped me so much, and as I say, they done an awful lot for me. And um, 
I was privileged to, to play under them and for so long and um, obviously be part of the success that, that they brought um, to Linfield and you know I still see them as friends now and, and we would still speak and obviously it'll be nice to see them on, on Saturday but you know what, what David is he's very very single minded whenever it comes to you know whenever it's coming obviously to, to play us and any other team that, that he's a winner um, like myself and as I say, he's done it. He's doing a really, really good job with with Balamina now this year. Um, they're definitely a different side, both in personnel and how they're playing. Yeah, yeah, they brought year. in um, a lot of bodies. I think he sort of changed the the signings that he had made last year in the sense that um, younger younger players, players with a point to prove, um, hungry players, and as I say, he is reaping the rewards of of, of those signings now. And um, Saturday's going to be a, a very, very difficult game um, for us, and, and, and we know that. Um, and we need to. Yes, we've be, we've been unbeaten so far, but we need to um, start, you know, maybe putting wins together now to um, at least to try and pull away from from other teams. Obviously, you can't answer on his behalf, but but how do you see David Healy and his persona in and around a game against? David Jeffrey and the history and everything that David that David Jeffrey has achieved. Do you think David Healy feels a little bit in the shadow when it comes to a game like that? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, look, David Healy was chosen to be the manager at Linfield, um, you know, for a very, very for a number of very good reasons. Um, he's already proven that that he has it in his locker to to build and and manage. And be successful. Um, albeit, yes, last year was a very, very disappointing um, season for us. But I think um, us as players and, and and David as a manager, with you know, going through probably the first difficult patch, um, I would say, like us as players, he has learned an awful lot. Um, and I think this season um, has shown that 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 us as players have, have learned from. The disappointments and the mistakes that we made last year, um, along with 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 him and the staff, and all together we have learnt. And are you enjoying it? Yeah, why? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, look, last year was was very very difficult, and as I say, it was possibly the lowest that that, that I'd been. Um, but I never, I always enjoy coming here and and, and playing here. Um, and obviously, now we are getting our confidence and we are building. Um, from the start of the season it's important now that we don't take the foot off the gas and that we continue to, to move forward and continue to, to strive to get better um, and I think as a group we, we can So will Linfield win Saturday? Well I think it's worth pointing out that one of Linfield's big problems last season was that Jamie Mulgrew wasn't available for quite a number of games now that Jamie's back and even when he's, he hasn't been playing the players know that he's back because you were suspended at the start of the season I think that makes a giant difference to Linfield. I'm not just saying it because Jamie's, Jamie's here, but for me he's one of the most influential players in Irish League. I'm sure Paddy would agree with that. If you were wacky, he would tell you. No, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's massive that Jamie's back. This game, linfield Balamina, it's a cracker, Pete. It's the game of the weekend. Um, just having David Jeffrey back at Windsor Park, it's always a momentous occasion anyway because of what he did. David Healy has learned a lot. 
from what happened last season. He's talked to me, and it's an amazing thing for him to say, but he's told me that he learnt more last season than he did in his entire football career. Bear in mind, this is a guy who's Northern Ireland's record goal scorer. He played for Manchester United, Rangers, Leeds, massive football clubs. So last season was a learning experience for him. And I think it's really shown on the pitch and off the pitch from what I'm hearing. The Ballymena coming here, they're going to come here wanting to win. I know David Jeffrey. He'll, he'll not be thinking about a draw. He's, he's here for a win. And he'll be really pleased to show the Linfield public his new Ballymena team, who are really exciting to watch. Having said that, I think Linfield are a really solid outfit. I think there's goals in the team. And I just think they might nick it. But it's going to be a tight, titanic tussle. That's hard to say. And I'm going to go for Linfield to win 2-1. Got a score prediction for us, Paddy. Last one of the show. Um, I think uh, it'll be summer day Lumfield's game against Corrine last week. Two good sides and in form getting into the game. Probably probably not wanting to get beat, but more than capable of going and winning it. So it, it'll be it'll be a cage. I think it'll be a cage enough affair. I think two good sides over respect each other getting into the match. Um, and if if it's if I was bagging it, I would, I would go with a draw. Probably. One each, but you know more, both sides are more than capable of going one surely. But I think there's two good sides in form. It'll, it'll be be hard to separate them. Excellent. Thank you very much for your views, gentlemen. Good luck for the weekend. Thank you very much, Biko. Uh, and that's it for the Bet McLean Football Show this week. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, enjoy your weekend's football, and we'll catch you next week.